Yes. Correct. We're doing tonight's Perik. If we have time, we'll do Ches. What is the requirement, minimum breakage of a earthling or a keli to become Page broken? So they become tar if it was prior tummy. Or enough to break it that it shouldn't be able to be cobbled to the tomb in the first place. So also if it's made to hold solid foods, Mishinaki if it once it has a hole large enough and it lets the olives uh, fall out. If it's meant to hold liquids, Mishinaki machnis mashkin. When it has a hole big enough, to let liquid seep in, when you submerge the empty keli in water on the outside, like in a pool, the water comes into the hole. If it's made from food and liquids, you require the bigger hole. Unless the hole is large enough that it will let a olive come out. Ah, it says that Amram is going to ask. Assumes you know the Gemara of Eliyahu. Amram might see The shear we mentioned two shearim just now. Kainish mashke might see What about might mashke? The Gemara says that there's, there's a case where the hole's large enough for liquid to exit, which is not as big as a hole for liquid to come in. It's a little smaller than that. When is that relevant? The gistra is like a base. It's a lacha basically when it comes to the earlier kavi, and this was something we discussed in Perakid Ches more at length. When we say that or the kavi that breaks, if it's an earlier kavi, most kavi they break. Even though they're ready, even though you can use it for its original purpose to a certain degree, you have a big tall wooden ladder. Cracks in half. It's tar. I can still use it for short short walls. Smachlish today, it's tar. And earlier we're in cave that's meant to hold things like the Kabbalah. If it breaks and you have a shard that's that's able to hold things, so therefore the assumption is you can use it to put it under a, a earthenware barrel it has a hole, the catch river falls out. Therefore, it still retains its tumma when it comes to broken earth or keli. That's a gistra. Now, this broken thing that retains the tumma, even though it broke, that, for that to become tahar, even a small hole, it's so small that mashka will exit, which is smaller than the hole for mashka to enter, that's enough to make that little the gistra no more tummy. Since the assumption of the gistra is that it's meant to hold the mashka that drips out of a keli, uh, if it has a hole large enough for mashkin to, in, the mashkin that drips out of the barrel into in this little gistra is going to in turn drip out of that so has no purpose anymore base turns out that Amr says there's five levels of what can be defined as a keli versus a broken keli when it comes to a keli if the keli this hole is a small hole which is just large enough for the liquid to exit then in the case of that part of the earthenware keli being, you know, in other words, if it has, let's say, a certain section with this small, this kind of small hole, then this this earthenware barrel breaks. That area has this small hole. It's not going to be coming as a gistera because it has this small hole. It still has the kli status in other areas. For example, the halach is, is that when you put the ash on the paraduma water, it has to be in a keli. You can't do it in your hands. This is considered halach in a keli. This thing would still be considered a keli. Even though it has a small hole in order for the mashka to exit. Correct. So you have this barrel. This barrel has a small hole. The mashka is dripping out. But you, before it drips out, put the ash on it. Whatever mashka is left there is considered mechadas water. Nika v'kainas mashka, if the hole gets a little bigger, now not only the mashka can exit, but it will enter if you submerge the empty kalian water. Ain't it really kadosh boi mechadas? You can no longer use it for that purpose of parduma. Right? It is considered still a keli regarding the din that that if you take water from the lake into this keli, that water is considered separated from the ground, and now it be machshuz Remember, it has to be separated from the ground. 
Now, if you take it with your hands, depending on the context, lav dafka is always muksha. Usually has to be done in the keli. Oh, you could say, shot the Rambam, maybe that he means that if you have zeroyim in this keli, water comes in the keli. Pashashim means that he's using the keli to draw water, despite the fact that it has this hole, uh, this size, the water is considered uprooted, and it will be machsha zeroyim. If the hole gets a little bigger, now it's large enough for a small root of a plant to pass through. And the water in it will not be able to machsher a produce. It's like a non-kevi because it has a hole that, that large. However, it's still considered a kevi regarding kabim kabotuma. Even though the water in it is not machsher. However, if it gets a hole large enough that it can no longer hold olives, an olive will fall out. Tar is tar completely. It's like a keli made of stone or, or, or dung. The din is, is that it, even though it has a keli large, uh, large enough, it's considered a keli. Even though it has this, this, this large hole, if the top is sealed and there's something inside of it, you put it in a house and there's a corpse, it protects the contents from the kabotuma, despite the fact that it has this large hole. How big does a hole have to be that it can protect the contents? Actually, I'm just talking about a very large keli. If it's a smaller keli, you learn the shear is for, for a pomegranate to fall out. Here he's talking about a larger size keli. You have to have more than 50% of the area removed. Like we said in Dinim of Tumas Mace. I don't think it makes a difference. I'm not sure if it makes a difference. That's a good question. I don't remember. It's looking to Tumas Mace. Now, of course, the, 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 if you count the movie, there's only four. That was at five. What's the fifth gather? Fifth gather is if it's so big that, that even a pomegranate can fall out, or if it's more than the majority of the keli is missing, then it can't even protect its contents. Gimel. is a barrel. Shura kegoizim, a barrel, normal type of earthenware barrel, the whole, so Adkan we're talking about like a regular earthenware keli that's meant to either hold liquids or foods. But like, like, like a smaller kind of keli, like a jug. But a chavis, a large barrel, shura kegoizim is a shiri as long as it can hold nuts. I'm not sure what kind of nut he's talking about, but. But, uh, <laughs> but um, it's apparently, uh, apparently, apparently, um, uh, it was very common that barrels meant to hold liquid, if earthenware barrels hold liquid, were also used to hold nuts. So even though it has a large hole, as long as it can hold a nut, it's not considered a proper keli for its original functional purpose. The ilfus, which is like a, but you said it's a lefes, it's a sand. That makes more sense because the ilfus is more flat, this is more, it has more depth. Vakadeda or a pot. Shiur and Kazesim, then again, their shear is like a, it's like a keli to hold salads. The shear is if, it can hold, if olive will not slip out. Chenarei v'shel cheres, a earthenware, excuse me, earthenware kneading bowl. Afilo ha'isa gedela ha'machzekas ha'bayim shabalach, even if it was very large, and it could hold 40 soft liquid. And if the cha, which is a minimum shiur from the right? And if the chag makes his asim, but it gets a hole large enough that the olives will fall out, but despite the fact that you could use it by tilting it on its side and kneading with it, it wasn't made for that to, 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 to put on its side. Therefore, it's not considered like being able to use for its original functional intent. Correct, correct. So, but it come, so apparently, it was, why is this not called like a regular shiver keli? And therefore, like a gistro, it should still be tar, a tummy, excuse me. So, so first of all, it has a hole the size of a zayist. So therefore, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be relevant to that anyways. But Akafon is not considered like it's for its original functional pen, intent, the purpose. Dal hapach vatini. By you says tini? So, these are different types of... Yeah, it's like a, it's like a small... Uh, yeah, it's like a small earthenware keli that, that is meant to hold uh, uh, oil, let's say. Shurim b'shem and the shurim b'shem. In other words, when we said 
Kindness mashka, mighty mashka, we think about water. But if the kid is meant for oil, it has to be for oil. Now, oil is a little thicker. So, mighty mashka is a little bigger than mighty mayim. And kindness mashka is more than kindness mayim. Hatsartzur, a tsartzur, which is some kind of. Huh? Yeah, water bottle. No. Shear of mayim, and that, because that's normally hold water, not oil, even though you hold oil sometimes as well. So, it's shear of the whole has to do with water. Hey, ner is little piv. A ner. Yeah, this this is a good picture of an arrow view. This is like a, a crucible, right? They have like uh, a like uh, a, a thing. You put the oil over here. The wick yeah. is sticking out. Now, tahar the part on the top where the wick sticks out. In the back of the hole, you put the oil in. The front hole is where the wick sticks out. So the front hole where the wick sticks out was broken off. Tar is considered tar because now you can't use it. Now, if it's made of, of earth of, of clay or earthenware, or earth, earthenware, but it's not hardened in the kiln yet, so it's not considered keli. Because you light and the fire there is hot, that part where the wick sticks out eventually gets hard as if it wasn't a kiln. Even though the top part is hard, it's not considered a part of the Unless the whole thing is in a kiln, the whole thing where the oil is held is hard. So despite the fact that the primary part is hard, that's not considered sufficient. A barrel that gets bro- opened up once it gets broken, a part of it's missing. So you can't, you wouldn't be able to hold anything when it's standing as normal, because let's say, for example, even if it's only a, an inch or a quarter of an inch wide sliver missing, but it's missing whole top to bottom, so all the liquid will spill out, right? So, because the whole, the, the slip, the cut goes down, down to the bottom. Shemata Yisal, definitely if you turn it on its side, so the part that's missing, that, that, that little sliver is, is on top, now you could hold things in it. Or you should not look at let's say it's cut in half, exactly, right? So you have like this, if you see over here, you could, if it's exactly half, each half could be used to hold things theoretically on the side. Still, the din is Adayin Himakabalot. Oh, so Adayin Himakabalot Toma. Over there, unlike the halacha, unlike halacha Gimel, it is Makabalot Toma, but because um, because it's considered like you can still use it as a container. In halacha Gimel, despite the fact that you could use that use that as a kneading bowl, to turn on the side with the hole, vice versa, it's not considered a normal way of using it. Over here, this barrel is just holding things. It's not meant to use to do any activity. You just made to store things. You store it this way, store it that way, who cares? That's my, that's my assumption what the difference might be. Yeah, yeah. All right. What if it gets very, it becomes cracked and weak? Nothing actually broke off of it, but it's like a, it's like a ready to plot, basically. It's very old and very, uh, you know, weak. And you now, you, you hold the half a crack of cave of figs, um, kav is, 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 is uh, yeah. Yeah, that's how much it is. Thank you. Okay, good. So, um, if you can't carry with that amount uh, without a breaking to her it's tar because at this point the keli is not considered right. functional even though you can put it in there to store it without moving it that's not considered keli Zion you have a barrel that the handles are removed now technically speaking there's no handles you can still use it like you have to right there's no, there's no need to have handles directly to store things in it but at that point it's not considered proper keli has been of a gistero because since it's not it's meant to have handles and it's not considered functional the way it was meant to be, so therefore now it has a din of a gistero, a shard, which is only makabotuma because it's able to be used to, to, to catch what's dripping from another keli. And the difference if it's well, who cares if it's a klicheras or a gistero, what kind of hole does it need to develop to become tar? A very small hole is sufficient now. Before it needed need, need a whole kindness mashka. Now it's sufficient to have mighty mashka. Which is a little bit smaller. I feel even one handle got taken away, that's the din. If it gets cracked, like along the waist of it, like how, like you know, like vertically, um, horizontally, excuse me, under the handle, Avapisha also now because he has both both handles, and if it's it's considered a gistera. Because at this point, you can't hold it by the handles, and it's going to bottom half will fall off. Since it has a crack like that, if you hold it, the weight from the bottom will hold it, cause the whole thing, the bottom half to just crack off. 
So if it was designed without handles, and later on the handles were added, let's say, so then it is kechavis. It's not a gisur. It's like a proper earthenware, uh, earthenware vessel, earthenware barrel. But mainland has to develop a whole kindness mashkin to become tahor, not moitzi mashkin. Ah, you added the handles, so we don't care because the chachil when it was made, when it was kabbal tum in the beginning, there were no handles, so that din doesn't change. You have a barrel. Okay, here the Ram is going to show off his skills about the. I'm not sure what the word is, but it's like, you know, a goldsmith makes gold. What's the word for somebody who makes a potter? A potter. Yeah. A chavish that you put in the kiln, you open it up, fire cools down, now it's split in half. Let's say, like, like yeah. They have, they essentially have two shards. So, what's the deal? Is it considered like a cavey that broke? Or is it considered like lechadchila, <laughs> two, two separate kalim? In which case, it's considered kalim, not gistera. In other words, if it develops a whole kemoitzi mashke, is it tall or is it tamit? If it was first and was finished, which I think means it got hard enough to be considered kalicharas, and then it split because of the heat. I know, it's in the oven. Oh, so he's going to tell us. That's what he's going to show off. Call gistera mehen kabalstuma, each shepherd gistera in the kabalstuma. So actually, the difference is not like I said with the hole. It's a much a much a bigger issue. It's more than that. Since it was had a full, it, 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 it was a full barrel, and then it split. It's like a broken. Each piece is a broken piece of a barrel, and each one has an avigistero. The mnisda If however, before it got hard enough to be considered kavi, the thing split. The achaf nisufah bekivsh, and then it got properly hardened. The hair is bechal tahar. It's not even a gistero. Why? Because it wasn't. You didn't have intention to make this kind of small kavi. It's, it's like a, it's like it's like a. Mission aborted. Right? It was. It was. It's, it's considered a failed, a failed project. So Bechal doesn't have the din of a, of a keli at all. Nothing. How do you know? Like you said, it's in the oven, right? The oven wasn't see through. If the parts where it's split are even and smooth, and you see redness, then you know that it happened. It split first and hardened afterwards. The mela, the whole thing was was a failed project and therefore it's considered like a it's not considered a kabbal tumah right because it's so hot I'm not sh- no 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 and it has to do with how, what, what happens with the this is, like a, this is a chemical thing with the clay and, with the clay and the fire I'm not sure I didn't look this up however if you see that the part where it's split is not, it's more jagged and it's not red you know it became hard like a proper keli and afterwards he caused it to break so it was first a proper kli and then this proper kli cracked in which case you have each step with a piece of gistra like a broken kli which is still usable which is essentially what a gistra is so again the kli is the only kind of keli it's broken pieces are often if they're able still to, to, to use somehow to, in some position to receive liquid they are considered still tar. You can't use this cavity in the oven. No, well, but once it's... No, because after any clear chas, you have to get, take it out of the kiln right. and wait till it cools so down. Just, so why do we care if it's in the oven that that defines if it's considered... No, the, question, the, question is, the question is, did, 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 it, did it achieve the status of Kaylee and then break? We can't use it. No. Did it achieve the status of Kaylee and afterwards it broke? Okay. In which case, it's against it. Huh? Or did it never bechalal achieve the status of Kaylee? It, 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 it came apart in the oven before bechalal finished. In which case, it's nothing. Wait, it's not a gay if you use it in the oven. You can't use any keli in the oven. So then it's not a keli technically while it's still in the oven. No, no, no. Every keli has to... Every coffee mug you put in the kiln in the soft clay and the, and the, and the kiln in the oven, the oven, not the cook, it's, it, it hardens the clay. It's clay even if you can't use it. No, you can't use it. When you take it out, you use it. Yeah. But in the oven, you can't use it. It's not a gay. Every keli has to be... 
has to be. Once you once it's hardened to the point that no longer considered soft clay in the oven, that makes it into a The fact more, that now it's too hot for you to go in and take it out, it's not a gear. Yeah, exactly, it's not a gear. Test. You have a gifted, right? Again, a, a, a broken part of a klicheres, which is normally kabotumah still, but it got very cracked and weakened, and it's not able to do what to even even receive the drippings of another keli. Even though you can use it to receive food, the purpose of a gifted, if it has any purpose, is to receive that liquid that drips out of an earthenware keli kmeshibiano or any keli kmeshibiano. And what and if, however, um, if if it it leaks, in other words, if that if that gister itself breaks into two pieces, so would you say that a piece of it that's still usable is still a kavatol? The answer is no, because you don't make a gist, You don't make 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 it in this context. It's halachically make, not physically make. There's no concept of a broken piece of a gister. A gister itself is a broken piece. Once it, it breaks the smaller pieces, that's it. That's it. A gister, which is you know, broken or, broke, or, split, or split in two, it's tar. There's no concept of the shrine of the shrine being kapotumo. If you have a proper kicheres, and a piece breaks off from it, so its parts, it, it, it can be kapotumo as a gister, you need kapotumo kicheres. Because it's still used as a drip, as a drip tray, but when that thing itself breaks, exactly, which is interesting because you have a klicheres and it breaks into four pieces. Each one could be considered a gistera. Breaks the two pieces, each one's a gistera, but they break in half afterwards. Vice versa, that you have one moment, one chance for it to happen. Okay, good. Gistera shechadudin yeitzimeli. You have a gistera, like a piece of a klicheres, but but there's like all kinds of because of the way the part of it. Uh, the part of it that uh, modern yeah, like this is like for example, you have this little the protrusion sticking out that prevents it from being used in a in a, in a regular. That's like a thing sticking out from on the sides from the way it was originally shaped, originally designed. So whether because that thing sticking out, it was able to sit on its side, whether it caused it tilt tilt on tilt, uh, sit on its bottom or tilt on its side. Then any element of it, any part of the gistera. That's able to hold olives when it's full of olives. And that part of it, so this is a better cave. This is a better picture, actually. So this part of it over here, it's below the, the protrusion on the bottom. That part, if that, you know, depending on, depending on where, the, where the protrusion is and how it's shaped, the part that's able to sit where it is, however you position it, when you put it as, as is normal, and that protrusion causes it to sit on its bottom or on its side, whichever part of it can sit to Moishahu and olives will stay in it, that part's Makabal Tumah. This is another one of those cases where you have a share of something, and the exact same item is partially Tumah Bashitar. So, Mago right? It's Makabal Tumah if Tumah touches it. And if tumah goes inside of it, inside that section of the keli, it'll be kabel tumah from material space. But there's a part of it that the olives can't sit in it because the way it's shaped now. So it will become kabel tumah for share. Tumah touches it. However, the fact that tumah enters its area space, it will not be kabel tumah. The pashas, because whenever we have that kind of differentiation, yeah, usually that's usually that. right. Correct. I'm going to see himself. I think this parak because he said that exact point. Or is it the last parak? This parak. You doubt, you doubt. Kate Sam Mistam, oh, Kate Mistam Magam, Kate Mistam, huh? 
Okay. What does it mean that, that, that it's Mechabal by virtue of touching, but it's not Mechabal Tumah if that, if the parallel uh, horizontal part of it, I mean, it's vertical, um, the, the, the horizontal area of it, is not Mechabal Tumah for space. If Tumah touches this Gistara on the inside, it has to be on the inside and it must touch it, both. Then, oh, it's the, the protrusion we're talking about over here. I didn't realize that. I, th- I thought it was about the keli. So the protrusion is makabal tumah as well. If the tumah enters the airspace of this shard, even if it goes to the area which is corresponding to the same altitude, the same height as the protrusion, the chadud is not makabal tumah. Yeah, because it's not considered part of the keli completely. So, so if the tumah we view the chadud as a separate uh, thing. In a certain respect, yeah. So if... if, so if Very often you don't. You, you, very often you use it yeah. at, at the yard. Right. Yeah. yeah. So if the tumah touches anywhere in this gister on the inside, side touches, side inside, the, the chadud is makabal tumah. But if it's makabal tumah only because the, the tumah went into the aerospace, so then the chadud is not makabal tumah. You only say the chadud is, is attached if mamish touches on the inside. The on case, the outside. On the inside. On the inside. On the inside. inside. The chadud is tameh and it touches on the inside. If the sheriff touches the gist on the inside, the chadud is tameh as well. Okay. What's, what's the situation where we say that that the gistera, not the chadud, but the gistera, the base part, is makabotumah in the airspace. If the tumah enters the airspace of the gistera, connect the chadud. But it has to tack into the airspace low enough that it's, that it's parallel at least to the chadud, to the protrusion on the outside. Nit ma chadud, then the chadud is makabal tumah. So if it only enters the airspace, but it's on top of the chadud, the chadud is not makabal tumah. In order for the makabal tumah, it has to touch it on the inside somewhere or enter the airspace low enough that it's connected to the chadud. This is what you mentioned before about mission. Any place we say that when it comes to earth or keli, or an earth or oven or a stove, that is metama only if it touches it. That is if it touches it, but not in the airspace. But in other words, it's a kabbalah if it touches it, but the airspace is sevensich. That must be b'drabonah because when Matayla is such a concept, the chain called tumas maga ba'murav avinu klicheres. Any time we talk about the necessity of the tumah to touch the klicheres, oy tana v'kidayim. Or, 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 how do I know that? Because it says an Arus over here. <laughs> your base. Uh, your gimel. So, Chavish in You have a barrel that became very, very cracked. It's about the plot. Yeah, it didn't actually come, come apart. So if you make a coating of another layer of clay, it's still a klicheres. But you made a coating of animal, uh, animal stuff. Glalom. Despite the fact, if you remove the coating of, of, of hardened, because Duncan hardened, like almost like clay, yeah? If you move that, it'll fall apart. So what's holding this barrel together? 
is something which is bechalat makabel tumah. Still, harizim makabel tumah. Still makabel tumah. Rishon loy bought Hashem to clean it It never lost status of the keli. It was a keli. It got it got very weakened. It's ready to plot, but never yeah. did plot. So it's still it's, you, so you, so you, whether you put glalim around it, or rubber bands, whatever, it's still a keli. Nishbro avadibekha itself. If the dacker broke, when you you connected it back together, acha sheparshu after but separate. Or shehevi charasim and welcome acher. Or you bring bechalal new pieces of earthenware. But twelve the glom and you coated the whole thing with dung in order to create to recreate the keli. Despite the fact, if you remove the once the dung hardens, you can move you remove it and, and, and it'll be able to stand as it is. Still raised to hide it, still it's tar. Once you broke it that way, it, it lost the shame keli. The mela the dung it doesn't recreate it completely. It just means that you have these, all these shards being held together by, uh, by, by, by rubber bands made of dung, basically. As opposed to what we learned that we did it with it. Correct. Now, we learned in the previous parak that if you have a barrel of earthenware but that holds between one and two saw, more than one saw, but less than two saw, what? Well, see, yes, so we said in Halacha Yudiches, in the beginning of the parak. That um, that the shear um, for it to basically for, for it um, what was the shear over there? Um, the, he says revius over here. There's a reason for that because um, oh so so. Oh, we so so we said before by gister to hold liquid, right? It's still to hold some liquid. So you know, a broken piece of the klicheres is still makal tumah. How much liquid does it have to hold? It's enough to hold one drop. So it depends on how much the original barrel was, how big the original barrel was. So the original barrel was between one and two saw. So then, if a broken piece that's able to hold a revius has the vigistera and it still has the status, it can still makal That's the get of vigistera. That Ram takes that example of here, which is why he says a revius. So, um, where are we over here? Oh, if this thing that's being held together by dung, you have pieces that can hold a revius. There's a, a corner where if you if you hold the right way, or if the way, as it sits naturally, because the shape of the keli, called a revius. That can, so That piece of the barrel, this barrel that's being held together by dung, has the status of vigistida. And therefore, if Tuma enters the airspace of that part of the barrel, it's Makabal Tuma, Peshahu, Klivathanatsum, it's its own Kali. Dam Lukhur means it's its own Gistada. Shar Hachavesh Metama Shigabo Tuma Techa. And the rest of the barrel will not be Makabal Tuma unless Tuma actually touches it. Peshahu, Klishalim, it's not a Klishalim. And therefore, because it's an accessory, because the other parts are considered an accessory of the keli, the part of which holds revius, they'll be makabal tumah as well, but only if tumah touches it, and only if it touches it on the inside. Let me just double check something over here a second. Yeah. Right. You doubt. This is after it fell apart. Yeah. And, 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 and he assembled it back together. So if that, if that part of the fetus is able to hold the revius, that part will be a tongue above it. Yeah, because it's a gistero. The din is that if a klicheres breaks, a klicheres meant to hold things, liquid especially. If it breaks, if there's a still a part of it, able to still, still hold liquids, unlike other materials like bone or metal, this piece that still holds something, well, depending on how, how big it is. But didn't we say before, if, if it's the 
disassembled and broken, then it doesn't help to put it back. So by Kli Cheres, there's a special din called Gistada, which means that if the Kli Cheres, that the Kabbal Tumah, breaks, if there are, depending on how big the original Kali was, if there are shards of it that are able to still hold liquid, but it seems like he's saying uh, it's, it's still tummy. Uh, uh, as a gister, not as a kid, as a gister. Uh, yeah, but it seems like he's talking here in the parentheses. It says, In parentheses, it says the words. Where? About, about what? What's the Ram, what's, what's Ram's words? So, but, so he says, Yeah, yeah. So when you that when that klicheres that Arthur Bal breaks. And then he if there are any parts of it that they're able to still hold a revius after he's basically no no bechlal he says there's been no 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 it's not the fact that 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 thing called revius makes it used to when you put the barrel back together the parts that are stamped flat parts on the side are, are taro they're not they can't hold any any amount but the part that it was it could hold a revius retains the status of a gistada so if a clear if, if so if if uh, 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 enters the airspace of that part it's makabotuma if it touches the inside of the barrel anywhere else. Then the whole barrel is with Kabbal Tumah as because other parts are accessory for this part that is still the Revius. Or maybe unless you're going to say Pshat that the Sheretz has to mamish touch that part that holds the Revius on the inside. I'm not sure. I think if it touches anywhere inside this, this reconstructed barrel. Yudal Chavis. Um, yeah, I think that's anywhere in the barrel. Chavis and Yikvah You have a barrel that got a hole. A barrel over in the world. Chavis B'chal means earthenware. And you stuff the hole with pitch or tar. And then after you stuffed it up it broke. So, so what's the kasha of you? You have the barrel that got a hole. And the hole was big enough to make it ayus keli. Yeah. And then you stuffed up with tar, which is when it comes to earthenware, considered a good type of plug. But then the whole barrel broke. So... Now we know the deed. We know that we know if any part of this ballot holds a revise has in the register. What if that part which, which had the hole that has in that tar, that part could hold a revise? Yeah. Do you look at it as if it had a, as if it, the hole is considered a good hole or not? If that part, that that, that shard that has the hole, which is now stuffed with tar, can hold a revise, since it's a broken part of a barrel. And Bishas, it was it had a hole was stuffed up. It was a legitimate stuffing, a legitimate uh, closing. But loy bottle shem kli that was not mavatel shem kli after you stuffed it up. Again, if however a shard of earthenware got a hole after the after it broke off the keli, and even and, and that part that broke off to hold the revius, except now it got a hole the size of an olive, let's say, or well bigger than kredis mashke. and then you stuffed that hole with with tar. Do you say that you reconstructed the gistera? Afal pishu machzik revius, although called revius tar is tar. Shacheres shenikov. Once a shard, a gistera, gets a hole enough to mashke to go out of it, right? A very small hole. The bottle shem kliyah me'alov v'tar. The the, the keli element that it had <laughs> holding on for dear life. Uh, the gister element of it is bottle and for its tar v'chol shetar b'klicheres shachas ah you stuff the hole up once the klicheres loses its keli status in other words its gister status completely ain lo tumah lo elo will never regain its status as tumah unless of course you reconstruct it as as, as a whole new keli tezva kum kameis a kettle made for hot water you could hold cold water in it but it's meant for hot water shenikav you made a hole vaso bezefes and you filled it up with tar in halacha you dalid it was a thing meant to hold cold liquids 
but it's a kettle Torah. You can't put hot hot uh, hot water in it anymore. Only cold water because the Torah melt. Therefore, it's not considered a good closing. A keli made from tar or from wax. Take wax, be wax, make a cup out of it. But tar is tar. Should be a mechal kelim. It's the part of the kelim. It's the part of the kelim that the Torah discusses as materials for kelim. Why is the mechal conversation about plastic? If if, if, uh, if uh, beeswax can never be considered keli, why is plastic any different? Could be plastic is more durable. Yeah, plastic can sustain uh, at at at. Ha, uh, huh, wax can. Okay, Tezdan, mash. Huh? So the, the conversation about it. My question: Why is it a conversation? It says about, about beeswax, but again, beeswax and tar can't hold hot things. Plastic could. All right. Yeah, You have a earthenware funnel. You stuffed it with with a tar, a tar, so it shouldn't be. The whole wicker should stay inside. The tar will not make into a clay kibble. Why not? You can put cold water in it because. Apparently, Bartonur apparently says that a, that when it comes, un, unlike other kind of keli, because a funnel is made from earthenware, the inside where you put the tar, it's very smooth over there. Therefore, it's not going to stay. So it depends on what kind of keli. It has to be a kind of keli. Like a hole in an earthenware keli, it's like jagged, so it'll, it'll grab the tar. But a smooth funnel, it won't. That's what the Bartonur brings from the Mishnah. So if it's made of wood, then it's considered a kibble because the tar will stay there and it will effectively plug it up.